the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. You know, I... I don't know whether everyone agrees. I don't know that everyone understands. But for for several years, I have made this observation, and I I believe it to be true. Um, in America, we made enormous progress in race relations in the '60s, the '70s and the 80s. Enormous progress. And I think we can give most of the credit to the civil rights leaders and activists like Martin Luther King Jr. and others who walked with him, demonstrated with him. We made enormous progress. We used to have colored-only drinking fountains. Those are gone. Colored folk, as they were called then, had to sit in the back of the bus. Those days are gone. Restaurants had separate sections for whites and blacks. Those days are gone. We had universities all across America that were open only to whites, no blacks. Those days are gone. Companies, employers could openly discriminate. They could put a sign out. Coloreds need not apply, or another word that was used. Those days are gone. And I could go on and on and on about the progress that we made. And again, I want to make it clear, I think most of the credit, the overwhelming Majority of the credit goes to those civil rights leaders who got in the face of Americans and white people and demanded equality and so forth. And God bless them. But let me tell you what else had to happen. A large, large number of white people had to wake up and realize we are wrong. This thing of racial superiority is wrong, and it's evil. Christian churches had to repent. It was not unusual at all, particularly in the South, for a Christian church to have a sign, whites only, blacks could not attend the church. Those churches had to repent. What I'm saying is there had to be a movement a growing, exploding movement in the white community that said racism, bigotry is evil. It's wicked. 
And we can no longer tolerate it. And when that began to happen, when white folks began to say, you know what, we have been prejudiced. We have believed that we are superior to other people, and we're not. And they had to acknowledge it and begin to say, we're going to expose racism in our own community. We're not going to tolerate racism among our folks, the white folks. We're not going to tolerate it in our church, in our culture, in our society, in our city, in our company. We're not going to tolerate it anymore. And when you put that together, the work of the civil rights activists and a movement within the white community to finally say we were wrong. And we're now going to expose the people in our community who are racist and bigoted, and we're not going to tolerate it. Then we made real progress. And anyone who says that we have not made enormous progress, again, I would say, you show me where there are separate drinking fountains or places in the bus or places in the airplane, we have just made enormous progress. But we're heading in the other direction. We're moving back to the days of segregation. Today, it is absolutely unthinkable to have a white-only graduation unthinkable, but it's becoming kind of common to have a black-only graduation. Today, it is absolutely unthinkable to have a white-only dormitory on a major college campus. Unthinkable. It's becoming more and more common to have a black-only dormitory. And I could go on, give many other... We are moving into a new era of segregation, but it is not coming from the white community. It's coming from the black community. For years and years and years, we had white supremacists who would put the white hoods on and talk about how white people are superior We are now having people in the black community talk about the evil white people and calling for segregation. People like a professor at Rutgers University by the name of Brittany Cooper. Her nickname is Professor Crunk. Just recently, she said in an interview, and I quote, white people are committed to being villains. And as such, we got to take these blank, blank out. White people are committed to being villains, and we got to take these blank, blank out. Now, she is a racist. She hates white people. 
She blames everything on white people, just like the white supremacists used to blame everything on the black people. If anything went wrong, it was those people. Well, now we have black leaders, black professors, like this woman at Rutgers University, blaming everything on white people. They're bad. They're evil. They're committed. Quote, white people are committed to being villains. And what has been the response of the other faculty members at Rutgers University? Exposing her as a racist? Condemning her racist, segregationist feelings? No. They are... They are praising her. They are defending her. The American, the Rutgers branch of the American Association of University Professors released this statement. We wish to express our unequivocal solidarity with Dr. Cooper. We affirm our support of her academic freedom and we decry the harassment and intimidation she now faces. The Rutgers University Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Faculty Caucus said, quote, The attacks on her are part of a larger campaign of disinformation aimed at destroying social justice activism and anti-racist education. Um... In order to continue making the progress, continuing the progress that we have already made in race relations, let me repeat again. There had to be a large number of people in the white community who said, we are wrong. We were wrong. And we're not going to tolerate it anymore. We're not going to tolerate racists in our midst. We're going to expose it. We're going to condemn it. We're going to distance ourselves from them. The same thing is going to have to happen in the black community. There is a rising number of leaders on university campuses, social activists, Black Lives Matter, who honestly believe in black racial superiority and a hatred for white people. Listen, people who believe in white supremacy are evil. It's wrong. It's wicked. Just as wicked as people who believe in black superiority. We must fight prejudice and bigotry, whether it's white or black or indigenous. Otherwise, we're going to continue to lose the progress that we have made. People like Professor Brittany Cooper, professor at Rutgers University, should be wholeheartedly condemned. I'm not saying they should fire her. She has academic freedom. But she certainly should not be praised by anyone. She should be condemned. 
All right, we'll take a break and uh, we'll be back. This is Bob Bernie Live. Now, I was just talking about this blatantly racist professor. And and by the way, this thing that black people can't be racist is such nonsense. Racism is simply believing that you are superior to someone else because of the color of your skin. That's it. That's racism. You are superior. Someone else is inferior Inferior simply because of the color of your skin. Anybody can be a racist. Don't tell me that black people can't be racist. Don't tell me that white people can't be racist. So I just talked about this story about this professor at Rutgers who is blatantly racist. She can't stand white people. And she's being praised and defended by other professors on her campus at Rutgers and a national professors association. Well, she has academic freedom. She can say anything she wants to. Well, she can. But if what she says is racist, it should be condemned. And then you have this. I found this quite interesting This is a New York Times story from this morning. New York Times this morning headline. Good morning. The partisan gap in COVID deaths has grown larger. Now, if you were listening earlier, I was uh, talking about how... um, this thing of, of of racism keeps rising up and and we're we're headed back in in the wrong direction well this story i don't think anybody would consider it racist and yet it is certainly biased and slanted um again the headline the partisan gap in covid deaths has grown larger. Remember I said that CNN was losing ratings like crazy. They were sinking like a rock. And so now they've decided, well, we'll start attacking Trump every day. Maybe that'll bring the ratings back. Well, I think the uh, New York Times is thinking the same thing. The gist of this whole story is Trump supporters are all dying because they won't get the COVID vaccine. Now, the number one thing that they miss is that the vaccine came about because of Trump. I mean, this is one of those, hello! It was the Trump administration who developed this vaccine. It talks about the first year of the the pandemic and so forth. Then it says, then the vaccines arrived. They proved so powerful and the partisan attitudes toward them so different that a gap in COVID's death toll quickly 
emerged. I have covered that gap for the last two years, the New York Times writer says. Quote, the gap in COVID's death toll between red and blue America has grown faster over the past month than at any previous point. And then he makes the story. People who like Biden, none of those people are dying. The people who like Trump, all of them are dying because Trump because Trump was anti-vaccine, which is, again, a blatant lie. It was Trump who developed the vaccine. Uh, says the situation is a tragedy in which irrational fears about vaccine side effects is overwhelmed, blah, 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 blah. And it basically says... Red states, Republicans are dying at a much faster rate than blue states and Democrats. He really provides no proof for that. But then I've got this story about San Francisco Bay Area. Headline, how lacking vaccination rates could keep the Bay Area's black students out of school. Now, the New York Times article says... It's Republican Trump supporters that are causing all the deaths. They never, ever mentioned that the one demographic in America most resistant to the vaccine than any other, young black people, they are the most resistant to vaccines in some areas of the country by a, um, well, in San Francisco... 83% of white kids have been vaccinated, 44% of black kids. And because of that, because of the vaccine mandates, etc., there will be more black children in the San Francisco area that are not going to be able to attend school than anybody else. And yet that's not considered racist. Um, Yes, that is the kind of bias we are seeing in the media. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 